Hello, and welcome to The Purpose. I'm Bill Brunson. And I'm Kip McClurg. And today we're going to be talking about really a very familiar passage of Scripture that comes from Matthew, the 11th chapter, beginning in the 25th verse. And in that verse it says, At that time Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and carry, carrying heavy burdens, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon, upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Well, as I said, this is probably a one of the more uh, familiar passages, and, and, and probably a lot of us are um, more familiar and have heard it more of our life out of the old King James Version, where it was, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give ye rest. Um, but whatever translation you read it from to me this is one of the amazing passages of scripture because it shows us jesus willingness to partner with us in life to help us learn how to be his disciple and really to show us the way to the father and so this passage is uh, what we are really using as we start walking with Jesus this year and thinking about how do we apprentice ourselves to Jesus to truly learn from him. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a fascinating passage uh, where um, Jesus begins to reveal what seems to have been kind of hidden from everybody. There's a wisdom here that, that he said only uh, – even the babes know, but but it's been kind of hidden from from those who are are that wise. And he begins to talk about learning from him and about uh, taking his yoke. And th- those are very much words that uh, you get in uh, with a rabbi and an apprentice who wants to learn from a rabbi. Uh, I I love the word in Greek that he uses for for rest. Um, it uh, reminds me of uh, you, you remember when the the pause button was called the pause button, uh, and um, uh, the word is literally ana pauso or pauso, and he it, it means a uh, a thorough pause. So come to me and, and and experience this thorough pause, this rest. And what you're resting from is the expectations of the law of, of fulfilling all 600 plus requirements of the law that the the teachers of his day were were saying you had to fulfill. And he said, I've got a different way. It's it's much simpler than simply following and obsessing over these these rules. But my way is 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 easier. But you have to you have to yoke yourself with me, and but, but my yoke is so much easier than what you've probably seen as quote unquote religion in the past. Right, and and the invitation to learn from him 
you know, come to me and, and you could be, uh, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. So you're learning this new way of living. Um, and it's not bound by this obsession uh, to 613 laws. It's not bound to a obsession over I have to I have to do things and live my life exactly the same way as my neighbors or my friends are living their lives. No, it is, he is telling us or inviting us to come and to learn from him, um, which is truly. Amazing, and when you think about what you would learn from Jesus, um, just think about the 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 if you were yoked with Jesus, and if you were let, let's go let's stop for a moment and talk about yoking, because um, that is something all of us you know do every day. I uh, got up this morning and you know yoked the oxen and went out and you know did some plowing in That's the backyard. A, it's a pretty funny yoke. Uh, yeah, there, yeah there. I mean it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we don't we don't really do a lot of yoking, uh, but basically in uh, in the time of Jesus and and throughout the years, if you have a young plow horse and a very seasoned, experienced plow horse, you would yoke the two of them together, putting a a wooden uh, a wooden yoke across their shoulders that would basically attach them to each other. And they would, the older one would simply teach the younger one what to do. And so one animal would teach the other animal how to pull the plow, how to, how to regulate their steps, uh, the speed they go, how to listen for the, the call from the farmer and all of that. And it was the, it was the method that was, was well understood. And so when you apprenticed yourself to someone, whether you are apprenticing yourself to a rabbi or to a carpenter or a millwright or a cooper or any of the other things that you might uh, apprentice yourself to, you are basically yoking yourself to that person, though not physically, no wooden beam attaching you, but you are connecting yourself to them so that they set the pace. They showed you how to do the job. They showed you how to how to uh, accomplish what you were trying to accomplish. If it was a carpenter that you were apprenticed to, you would watch him very closely to see how does he select wood to use? How does he select the tool? How does he keep his tools sharp? How does he store things? How does he join things? How, you, know, it, it, you would be paying attention to all of those facets because you are constantly with the carpenter. You're with the master. Well, Jesus is inviting us to be yoked to him, to be constantly with him and watching him. And so think about what you might learn by watching Jesus that closely. I mean, Jesus is going to show you how to love. He's going to show you how to serve. He's going to show you how to put others before yourself. He's going to show you how to stand up for what is right. He's going to show you, first and foremost, how to put God first in all that you do and obedience to God being the thing that drives you. You're going to, if you apprentice yourself to Jesus, if you are yoked to him to learn from him, you are going to learn 
how to be obedient to God because Jesus lives his whole life obedient to God. And so just like the Apostle Paul talks about when he says you know, that we're supposed to have the same mind in us that was in Christ Jesus, well, the way that happens is by apprenticing ourselves to him, by being yoked to him and learning from him. Because truly, you can, you probably, as we've said before in a previous podcast, you probably have had people that you have been around enough that you know how they think. You know when something is said, there may be a hundred people in the room, but you know which person is about to find whatever was just said very funny. And you immediately will turn and look across a hundred, you'll look across 99 people to see that one that you know well enough to know what's just been said is either going to be deemed funny by them, or maybe it's just what they need to hear. Or when they say it, when when they hear it, it's going to bring back the same memory that you just had. And so you look at each other in that moment. If we are apprenticed to Jesus, if we are yoked to Jesus, if we are learning from Jesus, then we accomplish what Paul has, has challenged us with, and we can even start to think like Jesus. And that's the hope and the goal. It's the hope and the goal for everyone who's apprenticed to a, a master of their trade is the, the master hopes that the apprentice is going to learn how to think like they think and how to do what they do. Um, and I think it's really amazing that Jesus even at one point says that those that come after him are going to do not just what he does, but even greater things than he does. So he has, he has that kind of a hope and prayer for all who are learning from him and are yoked with him that they will even be able to do greater things than even he is able to do and that's that makes him probably the best of the masters uh, that anyone could apprentice themselves to you know there's a couple of things that have been going through in my mind uh, about about this passage and trying to think of real life situations where we're yoked to something and and probably um, the most uh, pro- practical is when we uh, choose to become married, where we're taking on this um, this covenant, uh, this vow, that we're going to stick with this person uh, regardless of of what comes. And and so you have uh, – you're not literally wearing, a, you know, a, a wooden yoke around the, the two of you, but uh, but you have to learn to deal with each other. And you know those first few years of marriage are a struggle because uh, you didn't realize well that your you know your spouse had an opinion about how many days you can put clothes on the floor or how many hours you can put clothes on the floor before they go in the hamper uh, or uh, your spouse uh, you may not realize. Uh, uh, was concerned about how often you do the dishes and uh, how how much is in the sink, and and so there there's this these months and years of learning, but then after a while, you begin to understand how your spouse thinks, and you know what's going to be a, a concern for them, and then suddenly 
the goals of both spouses uh, begin to uh, align. And so the two people who individually you know, could accomplish a certain amount, when they're yoked together with the same purpose, the same goals, and, and contributing their energies together, kind of rowing all in the same direction, then there's so much more that that, that couple can accomplish than they could have ever done individually. And, and that's really kind of the image that we have, though, though Jesus is definitely the rabbi who knows the most, and, and we are yoked to him not in an equal way necessarily, but in a, in a learning way. Uh, there is that moment where we begin to think like Jesus and and to be um, uh, to be at one with God's purposes and His purposes, and and suddenly our lives take on a different nature. Instead of sort of fighting what God is about and and struggling with following Jesus, uh, we realize that uh, we're. We're right there with Jesus. We we're thinking like Jesus. We have the mind of Christ, as Paul said, and so that image of of a yoke in marriage sort of helps me a little with this. the The other thing that sort of struck me about this passage is, like it or not, we're likely yoked to something already. Um, we we probably don't realize it, but we. Uh, some people are yoked uh, to debt in, in their financial life, and they feel that, and it drives their life, and it it causes them to have to make different decisions than perhaps people who, who were not as, as heavily dependent on debt. Um, there are people who are yoked to uh, pursuing a career at all costs, and that causes them to make decisions and to live life a certain way. So what Jesus is saying is, is come take my yoke because it, it can really and truly change who you are and, and, and move you into a very different direction. Right. It, what Jesus is inviting us into is a Christ-centered lifestyle where we are yoked to him and that puts him in truly in the middle of our life every minute of every day it's inviting us to think like him to act like him to react like him to realize that he is with us wherever we go and so we are we're we're learning to live our life for him and with him and so um, he gives us this. Uh, he gives us this invitation. But as Kip said, so often we've already gotten ourselves yoked to so many other things that pull us in so many other directions that we have to start figuring out how to get out of those so the the negative uh, kind of yokings that have happened. I mean, if we're uh, there, there was a question that used to be asked of, of ordained clergy, are you in debt so as to embarrass yourself or hinder your ministry uh, is, the, is the question really. And, I mean, that's it. for most clergy, that well, for a lot of clergy, that was the case with student debt and things of that nature. But how many, how many people are living their lives uh, yoked, so yoked to debt that they – 
it's it's really all they think about is what they need to pay and how they need to pay it and how could they pay it off and how could they pay it back and how could they um that that's their that's the thought that they wake up with the thought they go to sleep with not jesus uh not following christ um or it's truly putting work first seeking first uh, the uh, the accolades of others versus seeking first the kingdom of God. Um, we can yoke ourselves to a lot of things that we have to figure out what to do with and how to lighten, how to lessen that connection in order for us to truly be yoked to Christ so that we can learn from him and we can follow him so that we're not pulling away um, and it takes time, naturally. I mean, when you if you go back to the real, uh, the 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 real yoking that Jesus is using as his illustration, you yoke a young plow horse to an experienced plow horse. The young plow horse is going to start by thinking it can do its do it its own way. It can go faster. It can go right when it, when the other horse is going left. It can go left when that horse is going right. It thinks it knows more, and because that's just the way it is and and we oftentimes think we know more uh, than even Jesus does about life and about our life our world and and things and so we have to learn to rest uh, and to find our rest in him and to let him lead us to let him teach us um, and so we have to open ourselves up for that I think one of the more, I know that not all clergy wear vestments in today's world uh, where you wear certain things when you are preaching and, and all. Um, I still I still do every Sunday. Uh, I put on a either a preaching robe or an alb, and then I put on a stole. And the stole that is worn, yes, they are different colors because they match the, the color of the Christian year, uh, whatever color that might be, purple and lint, things like that. Um, but the symbolic nature of the stole is the stole is the yoke that we are putting on that yokes us to Christ in what we are doing. And so in the, in the act of ministry, in the act of preaching, that we are yoked to Christ in that. And that's very, very humbling for me that, um, that when, I, when I stop and think about it, it's very humbling for me to be, be connected to Christ in that way. But really, that's all of us every day. Every day we are yoking ourselves to Christ. And that maybe that's our prayer every morning as we get up in the morning to pray that that we can be yoked to Christ through the day and that we can rest find our rest in him and let him lead us and let him teach us and let him guide us and show us how to live in this world the way he would live in this world even today to teach us how to serve and to sacrifice and to love and to show grace and mercy to put others before ourselves to do all of the things that he did and most importantly to show us how to be obedient to god 
and God's will for our life. Because being yoked with Christ is truly a gift that he gives us, a willingness to partner with us and to be with us every moment of every day to teach us how to live. So I hope that this week you will be in prayer about how you can how you can find your rest in Christ and allow him to teach you as you are yoked with him as you grow to be his apprentice. Join us again next week as we continue to find our purpose in Christ.